Welcome in to the Husker Women's Basketball Postgame Show on 93.7 The Ticket. Welcome in. Happy 9 p.m. on a Wednesday evening. Nebraska women's basketball improves to 16-5 overall on the season. 16-4, excuse me. Yeah, don't oh, do that I, to I put it on the wrong – I made my tweet wrong. Don't do that They to were them. already 11 games ahead uh-huh. or above 500. Now they are 12 games above 500, 16-4. I apologize to everybody at the women's basketball program. Ooh, everybody just yeah, exhale. They, everybody just said we're shunning Nick forever. Uh-huh. But – they get a win over Rutgers, fifty to thirty-eight this evening, in a game where DP. First of all, Nick and DP with you, mm-hmm. in a game DP where we were reminded that Nebraska women's basketball is human. <laughs> that that was the first thing that came to my mind um, was that Nebraska women's basketball is human. Well, so a reminder that Rutgers Rutgers is is maybe the best defensive team You're in the right. Big Ten. So, despite their record. Despite the record, well, here's the thing: they muck it up. Yeah, their their sole intent and purpose, physical. They throw elbows. They mm-hmm. they shoot you in the knee in the in the in the back of the hamstring. Um, they battle you on the boards, which is what they do. They're not they're not extremely you know skilled in open space, but in tight battles, nobody wants to play this team. Nobody wants nope. to play this team. Now, a couple of things that I like to talk about that. Um, to give them credit for holding Nebraska to 50, right? Mm-hmm. Holding Nebraska to 50. And, and what would be there, this is the second hiccup shooting performance in a row, right? So things to watch. Fatigue will start to take over. Mm-hmm. Um, you're going to hit the wall. You're going to have – remember, you got young players who will hit the wall in the Big Ten, Markowski included, Widener included. Um, Whitener one of five today. Uh, uh, Ani uh, Stewart one for six off the bench. O for two for Moriarty. One for four for Cravens. One for four for Porter. Um, o for four for Bourne. O for four for Scoggin. Three for seven for for Shelley. Four of eleven for Hybe. Five of twelve for Markowski. And a lot of that can be tied into this Husker team was eleven of twenty four from the from from on layups. 25 of 52 last two oh, games. 11 of 24 in layups. Highly mm-hmm. contested, physical games. Um, can you stay true to what you're going to do? Because that's Big Ten basketball. Yeah. If you want to know what, what Big Ten, what the women's Big Ten basketball tournament will look like, it'll look like that. That game tonight will tell you a lot of what you need to look at. But that aside, um, to find a way to win, for this program to find a way to win, if we said before the game they are eleven of uh, 70, 17 of sixty one from the field, six of thirty one from three, mm-hmm. we circle an L and say this is a terrible thing. That's not what happened. And now you start to bridge from good team to great team because you figured out how to win a game when you weren't shooting well. Yeah, yeah, you're absolutely right. Like you said, Rutgers is that team that's kind of annoying. They're always going to be sticking around, like you just said, one of the better defensive teams not only in the Big Ten but also just in the country and statistically despite their seven I believe in 16 record now 0 and 11 in the conference despite that um, kind of related to Nebraska men's basketball right they you feel like on paper they should be better than their record but at the end of the day they are 0 and 0 and 10 so well they're missing a Hall of Fame coach 
that yes they have like that they have the interim like, yes yeah you're you're missing in a hall of fame coach who could probably get you through some of the stretches dry mm-hmm. stretches that you went to but i also want to say there this nebraska team is human yeah but barely because they <laughs> held they held a team to 38 points in the big 10 yeah 38 points i mean this was a seven there were two seven minute scoreless stretches for rutgers well, and when you t- you just mentioned it just a second ago, is you have that bridge from good team to great team to a team that can act, you feel confident in being able to do something in March in postseason play, right? And it's when you're not shooting the ball, can you rely on your defense to win you a game? And in a game like tonight, where I think the stat coming in, I, I read somewhere that the that the games between Rutgers and Nebraska since Nebraska joined the Big Ten, six out of ten of the previous matches were within six points. They finished within six points. So these games, like we've been saying the first eight minutes of this postgame show, they're close. They're contested. They're tight. And so Nebraska's defense, I w- saying the stats out loud, out loud offensively for Nebraska, Nebraska's defense was a big reason why Nebraska won this game. Rebounding. Mm-hmm. Rebounding. Like to go, to go 45-38 and then to have – the number of offensive boards that they had, which was impressive, right? Mm-hmm. They had to have 19 offensive rebounds. Nebraska had 12 more shots than Rutgers. If you're not shooting well, you have to get more shots, mm-hmm. right? And their ability to defend, now mind you, Rutgers does not have a ton of three-point shooters who can get it done. They do have some, but Nebraska defended them off the line and held them to a one of eight night. Also, from the free throw line, Rutgers wasn't good. They were five of no. 12 from the free throw line. Uh, 22 turnovers. 22. Now, it, it took Nebraska being slightly sloppier than usual to make it competitive because, you know, they, they, they put up their 16 turnovers. Which, for this group, I mean, five turnovers for Sam Hybe, but she she was in high usage tonight. She was trying to yeah. fill some of what Jazz wasn't getting, uh, trying to fill some of what they weren't getting from Ashley Scoggin, some of what they wouldn't get from Allison Widener. Um, so she went to work, and on a night where it wasn't pretty, 12 points, six rebounds, two assists. Now, yeah, yeah. she's not happy about the turnovers. Jazz Shelley, not happy about the turnovers. Five assists, three turnovers. Not happy about it. But I'll say this. It was from good intention because – Nebraska made 17 baskets and had assist on 13 of them. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> right. And and, ja- and that's the thing. We can say it over and over again. Jazz Shelley played a big part of that. Not She wasn't scoring offensively, but she was still a big part in the offensive production. So weird on a night that Jazz Shelley had five assists. Mm-hmm. Sam had two. Nobody else had two. Yeah. Everybody else had – you had a bunch of people with one. Yeah. Like that, that that's kind of banana. So uh, – Again, you held Rutgers to 33% from the field, um, to Nebraska's 28, um, 13 and 19% three-point shooting. So maybe that's why the men are shooting a little better tonight. <laughs> yeah, is what's that, going on is there? That we did the wacky – we did the, the, the terrible Tuesday swap, yep. and the Huskers men can shoot tonight and the women not so much. Uh Again, a team shoots 42% from free throw line. They're helping you. Mm-hmm. Uh, and a lot of that's fatigue. So bad free throw shooting and turnovers, those are tired legs, and that's fatigue. Uh, points off turnover, eighteen to nine for the Huskers, uh, forty-five thirty-eight rebounding advantage. Uh, 
12 points off the bench. Remember, they put up series – they put up 28 points in two players uh, Sunday. That that didn't happen for him tonight. Uh, points in the paint, again, I'm not surprised that Rutgers has the plus there. Uh, fast break points, Nebraska was up. 12 steals to 8 for Rutgers, 13 to 8 in assists. And there were only two lead changes. Nebraska led for 39 minutes. It got yeah. to that – to that 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 two point the deficit, yep. And then the veterans stepped up, uh, took them on an eleven nothing run, eleven nothing thirteen nothing run uh, to get things going. And then they then locked down Rutgers defensively, held them for seven minutes without a bucket, uh, and then gave them space to get through this thing. So look, Amy Amy Williams has more answers than questions, which. Uh, from this side of the, the, the microphone, you kind of dig that you're getting more answers. What happens if this happens? Do you have a way to win? Um, do the players know how to contribute when their thing isn't – like Ashley Scoggin doesn't doesn't score tonight, but she played 20 solid minutes. Yeah. Like defended well on the on the, on the back side. Um, Izzy Bourne. Izzy Bourne didn't make a shot tonight um, from the field or for the free throw line. Uh, actually, she made two points from the free throw line. Mm-hmm. Um, 24 minutes and two points. If we said before the game again, Izzy, this is like these numbers are incredible, but this team found a way to win. And look, Markowski with sixteen points, fifteen rebounds, another double double, a lot of heavy lifting, right? Like yeah. that. She look, we know that was a, that was a war zone down there, and the freshman took her lumps, she took some elbows, but she battled her way. Uh, to 15 rebounds and 16 points on 12 shots. So, look, 16 and four. 16 and four. I I think going back to kind of what you were saying, I think it's fascinating. It's been fun to kind of see the evolution of this team throughout the season because we talked at the beginning of the season of what how big of an immediate impact Jazz Shelley was. And, and Izzy Bourne was Izzy Bourne that we know and we could count on. Sam Hybe is always that reliable, um, you know, 8 to 10 points per contest, stuff like that. Well, now we're seeing it in games like against Purdue and games like tonight against Rutgers where you're not getting high offensive production from Ashley Scoggin like you're used to. You're not getting high offensive production tonight from Izzy Bourne like, you're, like you can usually count on. So now you're seeing players like Sam Hybe step up, who's had 12 in back-to-back games, mm-hmm. played some big roles, played, hit a key three in the fourth quarter to really extend the lead when they were de- up only by Necessary. two. Yes. <laughs> and, three po- and the three-point shot isn't even her strongest suit. Three or five. And she's, she's really benefited and, and improved that spot of her, of her game. Here, even as a coach, I'm trying to figure out how this team is so good re- on, on the boards. Like I really don't. I I I've tried to figure out scheme wise, but defensive leverage of always having somebody basket, mm-hmm. you know, basket defender, uh, basket defender, uh, offensive player, but that's tough to do sometimes with the spacing that Big Ten teams use, mm-hmm. and somehow they manage to stay inside, keep leverage. Uh, all three backcourt players get to the boards. That's a big. I right? think that's huge. All three get to the boards. Um. And then um, they don't worry much about the run out because they still – they run mm-hmm. um, a traditional kind of uh, uh, Marymount transition. Mm-hmm. And everybody gets to their spots on time. And nobody's figured out how to defend it. I, I don't want to – I'm not I, – I could be wrong in saying this. Is that 
I hate to throw around this word effort. Is that hustle, or is that just well, understanding they're, they're not your the, role? They're, they're not. See, if we if we did the pro player profiles, they're not the biggest, tallest, mm -hmm. strongest. No, no, yeah. So purposeful uh, scheme matters, which is identifying that you want to. This team wants to defend one one shot per possession. Okay, and it's purposeful. Like you have to you have to drill. This team is getting one shot per possession. That means intentionally you work on having whoever's on the floor. And it doesn't matter whether it's Widener and, and, and Moriarty. Whoever the backcourt is, their their intention is to, to set a boundary mm -hmm. so that it doesn't happen for them. Now, 11 offensive rebounds in a brawl is still, I would imagine, Amy Williams says that's still, still too high. But your plus eight. And you've been consistent in it throughout the season. Um, if you hold Rutgers to 11, you're going to do pretty well against some of the other teams. Now, you're going to have bigger players. You're not going to have more physical players than Rutgers. Mm -hmm. uh, Rutgers and Maryland are the two most physical teams in the Big Ten. They'll see them within a span of a week. Uh, oh, my, look, look, and you talk about the wear and tear. Yeah. I, I think it's important. Cravens gives you 19, uh, 19 minutes. Moriarty gives you 11 minutes. Widener with 15 minutes. It's necessary for the bench to give the starters a break because you've got another game and then another game. Yeah. And look, going to College Park, going to College Park and facing that 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 Maryland team. Look, uh, Brenda Freeze has got a physical team. They, she's got an athletic team. And I think Thursday's important because yes. because it'll tell us whether the team's able to focus. And not look forward. That is that right. Is, I don't yeah. want to peek it at Maryland. I want them to get that 17, 17th win, and then move forward. How how good would we have felt at the beginning of the season if we would have said Nebraska was sixteen and four after in the start of February? <sighs> Here's the thing. They're doing everything that we thought they could do, mm -hmm. and we would we would have or could have been burned the same way we were with the men. Because remember, they started undefeated last year, and then turned left because things caught up. Like things caught up, you, the fatigue and otherwise. Now let's add a couple of things to the to the soup. Uh, let's add an ex more experience for for Scoggin. Let's add Jess Shelley. And everything she does. Let's add Allison Weiner. Let's add uh, Markowski. Let's add like <laughs> mm -hmm. there, there's a lot. You're taking the burden off Sam Hybe because remember Sam Hybe had to literally put everybody on a back last yeah. year and carry them for several moments. This year she can kind of chill. Yeah, where it's oh look at that Sam Hybe was second on the team tonight with 12 points. Yeah, Jazz, 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 Jazz has us for 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 yeah. eight games. Well, and now I'm going to step up and give you what what we need. Well, how wild is it that we're saying here tonight that Jazz Shelley was not the she? Okay, I don't want to say that she wasn't important, but she had eight points and five rebounds and well, five she, assists. She was vital to the win because it's she balanced. Did, right, she she's vital to the win. But what what I what we would not have expected is Moriarty Markowski. Mm -hmm. And as good as Jazz Shelley is, we could not expect that she was as good yeah. and well-rounded as she is. We, we, we saw Widener in the, in the state playoffs. Mm -hmm. you, you can't assume. 
Well, we right, talked about it last okay, after Purdue. It was that you have that freshman wall, right? And Alexis hasn't hit it. Maybe well, Allison she's hit it, but well, she's she's well, busted is, through this, it. This is this is what's fantastic about it is that as she hits the wall, she's still finding ways to be productive. Yeah, five of twelve, oh of four from deep. What? The how, how dare her? Yeah, she the was, nerve. She was what was it? Fourteen of or twelve of sixteen or yeah, something yeah, before. Yeah, and she go, decides to go oh of four. But hey, six of six from the line. I, I, I think as you as you watch this team play mm-hmm. uh, and the depth for which they play, the practice workouts show up. Yeah. Like to tell me that that first group is pressing its second group. And, and think about it this way. We're not even talking about Onyx Stewart and, and, and McCulk Caton and those folks at the yeah. end of the bench who, who give that real good look during the week. <laughs> yeah. For, for them to contest, and it doesn't look like this women's team ever runs into a thing they're unfamiliar with. Like, they scout well, they set up well, they execute well. And then the, the brilliance for me, again, I'll, I'll keep saying it, to defend at the level that they do in the space that they do. Look, you made it almost impossible for Rutgers to hit, to hit threes tonight. You contested and got them off the line. And they weren't comfortable getting the inter- inter- intermediate shots. Yeah. So, look, on on a night like this, again, seven, Nebraska made 17 field goals, period. Mm-hmm. 17. Yeah. Not good. <laughs> no. And, and it, was, good. it was very visible at PBA that Amy Williams was not happy. But that's, <laughs> that's the coach. That's the coach, right? Well, well about the shots, I, I, I can't imagine she was angry about the shots missed. Maybe the shot selection. I think I think there was a little bit of that as well. But going going back to kind of the the defense that you were saying, Nebraska held Rutgers in the time where it was most important. Remember, it was a thirty eight to thirty six ball game at one point in the mm-hmm. fourth quarter. I believe the eight minute mark in the fourth quarter. Yep. In the fourth quarter, Nebraska held Rutgers three of twelve from the field, o of one from deep, or yeah, o of one from deep, and they forced four turnovers in the fourth quarter. Empty possessions are important. Mm-hmm. Like it's important uh, to understand what you what you're trying to do to folks and what folks are trying to do against you. Yeah, it never looked like Nebraska was out of sequence defensively, yeah. like where you see lone cutters and et cetera, right? You never see you didn't see that tonight. What you saw was they were in place, uh, they were on time, and then and then they were holding them to one one shot per possession. So miraculously enough, um, they found a way to get through. Um, this is a game that could have got away from them. Yeah. Right? Like we, we, We've seen it. This is a game that, that in the past you would have played down to the level of the people you're playing against, mm-hmm. and the game would have, would have gotten away at that when it's a two-point deficit. I think that's a really big thing, big, tra- uh, big improvement they've made over the last two seasons. That was one thing last year that was not kind of a knock on, on Nebraska women's basketball was that they would go out, they beat Northwestern, they stomped Northwestern at home, who was a ranked team last year, and then they would go out and play down to a team like Rutgers, who is 0-10 in the conference coming in. And so that was one knock of last year, where you're not seeing that this year. In the non-conference, despite the schedule not being extremely difficult, they did their job, and then <laughs> some, right? right? They right? did their job, then some. And now you're seeing them beat the teams like Purdue that they're supposed to beat. They're, you're seeing them beat teams like Rutgers. And then you're seeing them take a couple from Michigan, playing Indiana close on the road, 
they're doing the things that they need to do to continue improving and building the program each year. I, I think a lot of this is in the scouting, the pre-scout, the advanced mm-hmm. scouting, um, to understand how much, how much knowledge they show within how they defend, which is knowledge of what Rutgers was going to run, what they were going to try to get to. Um, they were really exceptional defending certain spots on the floor. Now, inside the paint, there's not a lot you can do. You just yeah. have to buckle up and get it done. But perimeter-wise, Nebraska was on time, and, and they were jumping passing routes, right? You're mm-hmm. not, not allowing nothing across your face, uh, defending the basket. Um, all of those things in place, Nebraska did a really good job of taking away small items uh, against a, a really physical Rutgers team. Once again, Nebraska now 16-4 and four on the season after a win against Rutgers at home this evening. As always, 402-464-5685, the Honda of Lincoln Hotline, the Sarder Heyman text line. Feel free to add comments on uh, the text line, or you can visit the Sarder Heyman Jewelers video stream, Facebook, Twitch, and YouTube. That's up and running. And uh, don't go anywhere. After the Nebraska women's basketball postgame show from 9 to 10, it'll be about that time where we have the men's basketball postgame show. We'll just go right into it. Smooth transition with DP and Bach. I believe they are down 1, 47 to 46 to Michigan on the road. So so not a bad. We'll, we'll dive in more into Nebraska women's basketball's win over Rutgers and more coming up next on the Nebraska women's basketball postgame show on 93.7 The Ticket. Now back to the Husker women's basketball postgame show on 93.7 The Ticket. All right, back here, women's basketball postgame show following a Nebraska 50-38 win over Rutgers. They are now 16-4 on the season, 5-4 in the Big Ten Conference. So right in the thick of it with uh, a couple – a matchup against Penn State on Thursday. So they turn around, they have one day off, um, then play Penn State at home on Thursday. Then they have a couple days of rest before they travel to Maryland and face the Terrapins, who are, let me tell you their record, 15-6 and six overall and currently 7-3 and three in the Big Ten. So a pretty, pretty evenly matched uh, ball game on Sunday. But first, like we kind of talked about last time, it can't overlook – Penn State coming in with a nine and eleven record, three and seven in the Big Ten. Um, can't can't overlook that one, especially when fatigue could be um, flaring up for for this Nebraska women's basketball team. But one thing that can kind of combat fatigue, and I wanted to hit on this one more time because we talk about it, we've we've talked about it the last two times. But the depth and the the options that Amy Williams is having right now is really exciting because a, a game like uh, tonight they replaced Bella Cravens in the starting lineup with Izzy Bourne, where the previous game they didn't have Izzy Bourne. But at the end of the day, one of them's playing 20 minutes and one of them's playing 19. And then you have Alexis Markowski, who's a freshman, who's kind of becoming the the uh, the dog in that in yeah, that. It's like uh oh. Yes, in that room. <laughs> uh oh. And so just looking down low, but then that's not even incur- that's not even including Ani Stewart and Kendall Moriarty, who are freshmen. And Allison Weiner, and it's like I I understand we're having the same talk over again, but it's a good talk to have, and it's encouraging to have because it's a talk you don't usually get to have when you're talking about Nebraska. <laughs> we can't have nice things. Yeah, exactly. Why can't we have nice things? Um, yeah, it, it it it's 
cool to watch the fluidity of 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 the reserve base Mm -hmm. that you're not changing what you're doing with with new people on the floor like you're just not um widener and and jess shelley have have been running at the same pace uh ending up at the same space same time um ruby porter and, and ashley scoggin working in the same space uh, you can bring in Moriarty, and she gives you the same Sam Hybe minutes. Uh, Stewart and, and, and Bourne, and then you could say Cravens and Markowski, kind yeah. of tag team, and you can get in and get out. And then t- to do what Amy Williams did tonight, which was reactivate Michael Caton, yep. who scrambled R- Rutgers' offense. That's what she does. Yeah, she, she's a havoc causer. I mean, this yeah. is like she's in there to blow things up. And then for her to come in and bang down a three, mm-hmm. uh, which allows, again, <laughs> comfort because you're not counting on – you're not putting her in to give you points, but if she gives you points – Pleasant surprises. Right. It's it's a good deal. So they got seven minutes from her. Ruby Porter was solid. I actually – she yep. only played 11 minutes but, or nine minutes, but I thought she'd get some more minutes along the way. Um, but as you head toward – I mean, this is the gauntlet, right? It's mm-hmm. going to be difficult. It's going to be difficult. You're going to have a Thursday game – a weekend game in College Park with travel. Look, one at a time. Yeah, one at a time. That that's that's what this is. Um, Brenda Freeze is one of the elite coaches in the country. You can't look past anybody to get to her and and playing. But seventeen and four sounds really good. <laughs> it sure does. It sounds really good. I mean, I know we should not be you know forecasting into that space, mm-hmm. but get the ones you can get. Um, if you're a tournament team as you aspire to be, then you go and get this one. Well, that was kind of something that we said going into this this four-game homestand where after you play Michigan State, Michigan, and Iowa two times, I believe, if I'm, if I'm remembering that mm-hmm. one. And Indiana. Indiana's in there. So there was the four games between Michigan, Iowa twice, and Indiana. Mm-hmm. Well, those four teams all made it past the Sweet 16. So that was a gauntlet in itself. So Nebraska, once you – escape that little stretch of games looking ahead to this part of the schedule that we're currently in the middle of it was okay you're facing wisconsin who's below 500 you're facing um rutgers who's below 500 penn state is around 500 these are this is a stretch of penn games State's 9 11 yes 9 and 11 uh three and seven in the conference they're on a four game losing streak mm-hmm. right so we'll we'll check all those boxes yeah uh it's 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 here at pinnacle bank um, let's see what they've done lately because that's the true tell. Uh, they lost to number 17 Maryland by 11. Uh, they got blown out by 21 against Michigan State. They got blown out against Iowa by by 30. No, yeah, by 27. Wow. Okay. Uh, they lost to Wisconsin by eight, and then their last win, uh, the last two wins, they beat Illinois by 18, and they beat Northwestern by four. Um, yeah. So. We, we'll get into the into the staffing and the stats yeah. of how they play, but you're facing a nine eleven team. You got to figure out a way to get out of there with a win. Exactly at home. Yeah, and you're you're at home. You're in this stretch where so far through these first three games of this homestand, they've done their job. Nebraska has done their job, so now they have one more job to do in this homestand, and then you're four and zero. Well, pardon us for not knowing how to react when a thing is what it's supposed to be. Like we, I, <laughs> I have to make the comment like, because like, we're not like, used to it. No, right? Like I just, I was sitting and thinking about it. And it was mm-hmm. like, well, you know, they're doing what, what they said they do. Well, that's the thing. It's <laughs> they, like they're uh, doing what they thought 
what they told us they could do. Well, it's like coaches saying, you know, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna applaud you for doing what's expected. Do your job. I'm not gonna go over the top and pat you on the back a couple times for doing your job. But this team, if that makes sense. But this team, but we're not, we're not used to teams doing their job. Right. And and so you you can look at Penn State's numbers, right? Mm-hmm. And you'll go, okay, a couple of things jump out at you right away. They don't defend very well. Right, I mean they're 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 minus <laughs> they're, wow they're minus forty seven points for the season. So one, they're giving up seventy four game. So uh, Nebraska is plus usually plus six over what everybody normally uh, normally mm-hmm. gives up. So Nebraska is going to score eighty points on Thursday, give or take. But eighty points is in the neighborhood. This team is not going to score, go bucket for bucket with with Nebraska. Opportunity to win, right? What do they do well? Well, they make their free. Well, they're seventy one percent from seventy two percent from the free throw line. They're thirty two percent from from three, but they give up. Ready for this? Thirty seven percent on threes. They do not defend the perimeter well. So circle that one as as one. Say what what does Nebraska like doing? Yeah, and is good at. uh, Imagine this: this team is minus six rebounds a game against a really solid rebounding Nebraska team. Uh, wow, they give up a ton of assists at points-to-point guard play. So you can you can look at there and say there should be some advantage there. They give the ball up 16 times a game. 16 times a game. Uh, yeah, they're, they're pretty active defensively, and that's usually a wing situation. Uh, and they've got some length because they've got 92 blocks, so they average five blocks a game. So those are the minimal stats. Uh, those are the team stats. You can get into the individual stats and try to find players who do a thing well uh, in this place. Their their leading scorer, uh, McKenna, uh, McKenna Marisa, is, wow, 22 a game. And then there's a huge dip because Allie mm-hmm. Brigham gives them 10 points a game. And everybody else is under nine, right? Um, Marissa shoots the ball. I mean, 37, 38% from three, 82% from the free throw line. So she's a scorer, mm-hmm. I would imagine. You know who's defending. So, look, every opportunity for them to get win 17. Um, how many wins did they get all of last year? Wasn't that oh, the number? I, do, I honestly don't remember because they – with a with – the unconventional let me let me pull it up this i thought that was second. close to the number i thought that was because we kept saying well if they can get to 20 they could get in the tournament and they never got to they were 13 and 13 last year right all within the conference yes all within the conference so there's some some of this right mm-hmm. like some of that makes makes sense uh wow yeah they needed that nine and ten in the conference uh, 83 home, 3-8 and eight on the road, which they've already surpassed that in wins on the road. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then 2-2 two and two in neutral sites. But, yeah, if they can get through, we kept asking for this team to be able to finish. They had a four-game losing streak uh, in the back half, and then they just couldn't get a win, and then they got in the NIT. Uh, they needed to win at Maryland. Maryland beat them by 10. Uh, but remember, all of those are new, those are neutral games. Mm-hmm. Um the backbreaker for me was the loss at Minnesota. I do remember that one. Yeah. And this kind of goes back to the conversation we were having before we took a break about yeah. playing playing certain opponent opponents playing down too well. Well, and think about it this way. 
the season turned when they went east and played Penn State and Rutgers back to back. And they lost both of them. Look at that. So you'll see some of the difference in this team. You'll see some of the difference in how they approach this thing. But it is time to give Amy Williams credit. Yeah. Because managing this depth, right? Managing this depth is impressive. Uh, Getting them to commit to each other is impressive. And then not blowing her stack is impressive. Because she gets close to the edge, and then she backs it down and goes, okay. So, look, kudos to the the staff for what they've done because it's been fun to watch. Let's go ahead and take our final time out here. Uh, Husker men's basketball is now down 58-52 to uh, against Michigan on the road here. However, this is the women's basketball postgame show. We got a text that says, how do we talk about in the men into not giving up a 24-4 and run? Well, I'm getting out of the way <laughs> yeah, and let Eric Strickland do what he does. Yes, we will, we'll wrap up. We'll give you guys a couple of final stat lines from the Huskers 50-38 to win over Rutgers. Once again, women's basketball postgame show on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Now back to the Husker women's basketball postgame show on 93.7 The Ticket. All right, so in response to uh, Taylor the Electrical Guy's text that we read before the break, how do we talk the men into not giving up a 24-4 run? Well, you just combat that with going on a 17-3 run of your own, which is what Nebraska has done to take a lead in the under-eight-minute media what? timeout. What? Is this allowed? Don't get too excited, DP. <laughs> Are because... we allowed to discuss this? But how great of a night would it be? You're not allowed to say it. <laughs> How great of a night would it be? It's a no-hitter! Stop it's, it! It's a, it's, a, it's a great night because we're able to talk about Nebraska being competitive in both men's and women's basketball. Don't do just, it! We're just bring, bringing it at that. We want nice just, things! Just, they're being competitive. We're making it easy. We're making it easy. All right, final couple minutes here. Uh, we're going straight into the, the men's basketball post game, even though it's not done. Is that correct? No, we, we, can, we can just hang out. Just hang out. Perfect. Yeah. We'll do. We'll, <laughs> how thrilling! We hang out just, with hang out with the people from the ticket. We could just hang out. Um. So uh, let's. Okay. Let's uh, go through a couple stat lines here while we uh, wrap up this portion and the the hour here. So for Nebraska, we've kind of mentioned it. Jazz Shelley finished eight points, three of seven shooting, one of four from deep. But big part we we keep talking about guard rebounding and guard play. And Nebraska women's basketball continues to to shine in that aspect. Five rebounds, five assists, only three turnovers. So, and I say only, she's probably not happy with those three turnovers. No, but it is. Neither was it Amy. It, it was no. There were some interesting conversations going on. Yeah. So, like she, there really. Was. Yeah, and like that's the thing. Like once again, we we'll bring it up again. Jazz Shelley struggled last game. I quote unquote struggled for for her last game. She finished against Purdue with um. With eight points once again, three of six from shooting, seven rebounds, six assists. So similar stats in back-to-back games, and Nebraska still won. So it shows once again Nebraska's depth of when they their star players, I guess the the main players that you you think about when you think about Nebraska women's basketball scoring the ball. When they're not scoring a ton of points, they have other options. They have other players that continue to step up, and one of those is Sam Hybe. Back-to-back games, 
with 12 points. She finishes with 12. Four of 11 from, from the field, three of five from deep. Six rebounds out of her spot and two assists for, for Sam Hybe, number four for Nebraska there. Really, really 28, impressive. 28% from the field, Joe, is just not. No, no. That, that's not the space um, that you want this team to, to live in. And the fact that, I mean, off the bench you had one, two, three, four, five field goals made. Five. That's mm-hmm. it. Five. And, t- like, they were five for 25. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Well, what is what does it tell you that last time out against Purdue, and obviously Nebraska scored you know thirty one more points against Purdue than they did tonight against Rutgers, but mm-hmm. they had thirty one bench points against Purdue compared to twelve tonight. Physical. That, that's Rutger, that's the it's, story, it's right? Rutgers defense. Listen, the big the big from Rutgers had the sharpest elbows I've seen in a long time. Mm-hmm. Right, and she used them on the box out. She used them on the defensive end. I'm sorry. Am no, I, no, no, no. I'm sorry. I didn't see what happened. Oh, I looked up and it was 73 to 66. <laughs> I saw they got three more K-Shay. points. Casey's been big K-Shay. down the stretch. All seven points. Shh. Stop it. How Stop d- it. I, I, hey, Stop I'm just it. reading statistical lines. Stop it, you. This is. Uh, oh, Casey, chill, chill. Oh, no. Oh, Casey, I, I jinxed him. He got teed up. I, I jinxed him. I jinxed him. Oh, I told you. This Fuck, is why I'm we out. can't have nice things. I'm out of here. I'm out of here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I feel so bad. I just talked about how well he was doing, and he gets ge- he gets teed up on the like, next. I, just, the next... I saw it coming, and it was like, oh no. He uh... was just getting into it. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I need that as a, I need that as a meme. Like I, <laughs> we need to we need so to bad. clip that into its own meme. Uh, <laughs> I feel so bad for Casey. <laughs> I actually love it. I actually love it. That might be my favorite tech of the year. Like, <laughs> I saw it coming too. He started oh, running towards half court. Oh man, <laughs> two free throws and the ball. But oh, Nebraska's man. still winning with five forty nine left in the two second free half. throws and the ball. You can't. You can't. You just can't. You just can't. It's a great play. That's a great block. That's a great block. <laughs> How do you call that? You you can't call that. And Kobe tried to he, catch him. Yeah, yeah, I know. That, that part. <laughs> Kobe tried to tackle him. That part. Oh, there. Yeah, he's like, bro, you can't do that, man. You can't. Oh. Uh, then he looked at Fred like, are you mad at me, coach? Yeah, 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 yeah. But <laughs> seven three seventy. Hey, so I guess this will leak over in a little bit, but this is kind of something that, that we've talked about before with men's basketball is, is finishing games. They, they once again are another position. Can they finish it? Who's going to finish? Yeah. Who's going to finish for this team? Like, we don't know. The five on the floor, you're trying to figure out who the five on the floor is. Oh, no. Oh, no. It was a traveling violation. Yeah, I'll take the travel over the charge. Yeah. But missed opportunity. How Do we know, do we have a foul update on, on Derek Walker and them? Because <sighs> at, at one point, I know they all had two. Derek well, Walker was out we, for a short we, time. We, we were trying to accept the fact that they've done a real poor job of updating stats. Yeah. Uh, so there's that. I love that Dickinson is, is struggling. It, it gives me it gives me joy. Yeah. Get aboard. Oh. Mm. Oh, that's that's Derek. That's D Walk there. Mm. I'm sure they'll tell us here, if yeah. it, especially if it was his fourth. Yeah. It it's too it's too much. It's too much. Just. Let's throw it a break, yep. and then we'll come back. Oh, hold on. We got we got a minute. We got to play this out. I forgot. What'd you do? 
It's like the out, so it's oh, going to go for a okay. minute here. Okay. But I guess bright side, Nebraska women's basketball, 58 or 50 to 38 win. Thank hard, you, ladies. Hard-fought win. They are now 16-4 and four on the year. They have Penn State on Thursday, 7 p.m. It will be televised on Big Ten Network, I believe. However, mm-hmm. make your way down to PBA. Once again, yeah. this team is fun to yeah. watch. Yeah. Yeah, the and building's they fun. De- they deserve they deserve a crowd. The building is fun. Bach, the big three numbers. 54% from the field. 50 from three. 77 from the free throw line. But minus 13 rebounds. We're out of here for, for a brief time. We'll come back. We'll, we'll hang out before we get the uh, men's basketball postgame show up and rolling. We'll talk to you guys soon.